Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Coach Alonda Brooks, and you are now listening to I Am Becoming. Listen, last week I came uh, to you with part one of self-accountability. This week we're going to hit part two. Listen, I want to welcome you to I Am Becoming. Get your pen, get your paper, and get ready to take notes. I want you to leap for real, head first, but on your feet, land solid into the 2022 year because God is getting ready to do some amazing things. So that's why I'm really, really being transparent with you guys and talking about self-accountability. So I want to give you a good analogy that as I was talking to my friend the other night, I was talking about how we often think we have healed something because we keep the lawn manicured. We keep dealing with something on the surface, but oftentimes we do not pull up the root or maintain or maintenance the roots. So I want to give you an analogy here about a tree. A tree with dry roots. We know that trees roots can go for miles underground and that they pull water and nutrients from the soil around it. But if the weather hasn't been favorable with the rain season to restore the tree's water supply and also the water to hydrate the nutrients that it needs, the tree will dry right out and it will spread up the length of the tree. One or two things will happen. It will either eventually dry right out to the point where it will cause damage either way. It will either fall on something, i.e. your house, your lawn, hopefully not anybody walking by your property but it's a probability or two it will need to be cut down which can be in a very expensive problem or the roots can dry rot into your pipes or things also connected to your house or your property um so the thing is it can disrupt the earth it can be very disruptive to the earth Um, If it's not properly maintenance and if it does happen to dry rot, if it's not removed properly, here's where the real work starts. The roots can recover only if the damage doesn't exceed one fourth of the tree roots, which um, with its healing plan. See, this is the thing. We oftentimes don't want to do the work. So self-accountability. I've been dealing with people in business. I've been in business since I was 16, and and my coach also often says, shout out to Coach Robin Robbins. She's been on the show before. She has a motto. She says, what you don't heal in your personal life will show up in your business, and it is so very true. I've shared um, transparent moments with you guys of how it's also affected my business at times when I was younger and earlier on in business. So I don't want this to happen to you, so this is why I'm coming to you with this topic this week listen you gotta take care of yourself that's your mind your body and your soul the thing is I often have if you're following me on Instagram I often have been saying that I've been working on myself diligently because this next level will require so much more of me And the thing is, we always pray for God to take us higher, right? But I very suddenly hear people say, God, prepare me for where I'm going. Give me the courage. Give me the wisdom and give me the strength to prepare me for where I'm going so I don't fumble the ball. I don't want to fumble my blessing. So the thing is, you would need a self-care plan. For this next year, if you are expecting God to take you higher, if you've been putting in the work in a natural, i.e. you've been you've been 
listen, trying to get a promotion on your job, if you've been aligning your business to um to ramp up, you know what I mean? You have to have a self-care plan because that's the thing. We often, I said last week that we um we go through these extreme uh seasons of grind, right? And it's extreme sacrifice that oftentimes our bodies are the first thing that pays the price because obviously, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have to, you know, when you got it long nights, early mornings, um, you gotta show up sometimes in certain seasons. There is no downtime sometimes in certain seasons when you're trying to get things done. So oftentimes when you hit the break and you're finally through that season, all these things start to manifest in your body because we don't put forth a good self-care plan while we're going through. I've, I've been guilty and I will be fully transparent with you that um, you guys know that I just recently left um, a career job that I have been working for the last five years. Um, and it's been a continual, I've, I've had the last seven years been going really, really hard to build my brands. And literally some things have manifested in my body over those last, especially the last five years. Um, and so because I didn't have a good self-care plan in place, so I'm holding myself accountable as well with you guys to get a good self-care plan in place. I've already started doing the work and putting my seed in the ground for that because I am not trying to fumble the ball. So when we come back from break, I'm going to give you five things that I want you to leave here in 2021. Don't pick them up. Leave them at the altar so you can be ready because these are a part of you getting ready to prepare the land for your self-care plan. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, fellas? If you're looking for healthy, thought-provoking conversations on a variety of topics dealing with life issues, be a transparent, open dialogue for men who need a dose of honest, engaging, and heartfelt discussions. Tune in to Inside the Armor, airing Mondays at 8 a.m., hosted by Joe, Russ, and yours truly, Boone. We would love to have you vibe with us as we talk about our trials and our triumphs, our messes and our successes. Join us for Inside the Armor, Mondays at 8 a.m. Iron Sharpening Iron, one podcast at a time. The Light Sunday Collection, where exotic elegance meets luxury. Our collection is a one-stop shop. Whether it's a woman looking for her favorite product line or a husband looking for his own favorite product that he steals from his wife's collection, or you could be shopping for a gift, the Light Sunday Collection is your new favorite one-stop shop. The Light Sunday Collection is a world-class hair care company. Our products are multi-universal and multi-ethnic. Our luxury products are 100% sulfate-free, paraben-free, formaldehyde-free, and DEA-free. Our line of products are the best of the best, from our ingredients to our premium platinum virgin 12-grade A hair. We are the total collection. 
Shop the total collection where exotic elegance meets luxury at thelikesundaycollection.com. You can also find us on Instagram underneath the Like Sunday Collection. The Like Sunday Collection, where exotic elegance meets luxury. We are the total collection. It's your girl, Coach Alana Brooks, and you are now listening to I Am Becoming. We are just now coming back from break. And before break, I was talking about getting some self-accountability to create a self-care plan so that you can be ready to leap into your becoming strong and on your feet in 2022. So I want to give you five things that I need you to leave in 2021, meaning I don't want you to do them anymore. I don't want to see it because it is hindering your growth and needs to be removed from which has been your process in the past. So number one, you got to leave self-doubt behind. You got to don't don't carry any more self-doubt. I feel like after we survived 2020 and we have reaped the harvest of some of the things that we planted in 2020 and 2021, I feel like we now know that we have everything that we need inside of us. Yeah, you still kind of like a little like ah, some things I'm not quite sure of. But I think that you all know and have leveled up your faith to know that God has your back no matter what. Long as you obey the Holy Spirit within yourself, if you are listening to your pastor, if you are tapped into just the higher power of yourself, knowing your ability that you that everything that you need is already within you, I need you to leave self doubt behind because it has no place for you in 2022. Because 2022 is going to be the year of the harvest. Um, I need you to also leave self-sabotage behind. Self-sabotage is something that I honestly have struggled with myself in the past, and it is something that I had to really mature past. Uh, And and oftentimes people are self-saboteurs when they have experienced trauma, i.e. failed relationships, Um, If you've never been validated um, in your childhood, even your adulthood, if nobody, if you feel like I've I've had to overcome self-sabotage and it is something that honestly, once you leap that first hurdle and you get past it that one time, it is going to be, it gets a little easier, but it is something that you may deal with for quite some time. That's why I always tell you guys, I am pro therapy. Definitely get you a therapist so that you can unpack that. These are one of those things that I'm telling you, these are all things that are at your root, that you have to make sure that you have a self-care plan in place so that you can maintenance those roots so they don't grow out of control or they don't dry rot because you haven't done the proper thing to keep them at bay and they don't sabotage your process. So also too, poor planning. I know that I have been a very poor planner in the past like I will be trans fully transparent um a lot of uh my young adult life as well as my early 20s and even early 30s um I have flown by the seat of my pants with a lot of things but I realized that when I wasn't getting to where I wanted to go I was wondering like God what is what is holding me back and God was like poor planning poor planning if you don't plan properly 
you will not have the finances, the resources, you will miss out on opportunities because you are just not ready. And it's crazy because I'm telling y'all, I've said this before in past um, shows, I missed a few buses and I thank God that he sent them back around for me because I didn't I failed to plan I mean I've made a lot of money in my young life I still consider myself young I'm only 37 I'll be 38 in a couple months but I have made a lot of money y'all and I was not good with it at first and it wasn't until um I wound up being in my marital situation um you guys know you know, I've been transparent about that before. My ex-husband had an addiction. And when I was in that situation, I thought about all the money that I had made. And I was like, man, it would sure be good now to have some of that in savings so that I can kind of pull myself out of some of the things that being in that marital situation presented. But I thank God that I never had to miss a meal. I never went hungry. My children never went hungry or never went without, but it would have just having better planning I would have been a little bit more prepared and I wouldn't have felt some of the brunt of some of the things that I did have to experience so also too number four is lack of self-awareness you have to let that go you have to get in tune with yourself you have to get comfortable with you you gotta fall in love with you you gotta know and be able to check yourself if you are like self-aware Nobody really should have to check you. You should be able to check you. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, that wasn't cool. And you'll be able to go back and walk in love a lot easier because you will be able to apologize. Not saying that you're going to be perfect, but you will know like, hey, that you was a little off right there. You know what I'm saying? So definitely become more self-aware. Um, also to stop not holding yourself accountable for the things that you know you don't do well. I talked about that last week, y'all. You gotta start holding yourself accountable. Um, A lot of times, you know, I see this a lot in the Black community. We pass a lot of the blame to our children and the people around us, but you gotta hit yourself. And, And don't get me wrong, there are situations where everybody needs to hold some accountability but you got to make yourself be accountable first before you start handing out those other accountability slips to other people what part did i play in this as a mother i definitely do this with my children because here's the thing ultimately whatever i'm not pleased with i have to own my part in it so before i even chastise my children i really think about it like okay where did i miscommunicate where did i drop the ball first What is it that I'm not communicating or not explaining thoroughly to them so that they can do what it is that I expect? Or did I explain it thoroughly? Did I just expect them to know? Or did I set them up to be successful? I know one of the things that we do a lot, and I'm just going to relate this to children and child rearing, we want to give our kids all this stuff and they be mad when they can't keep their room clean. Sometimes, we are giving them too much to manage. And even myself got to pull back. So even sometimes yourself, are you giving yourself too much to manage? Pull back. That doesn't mean that you're not good at multitasking, but it just means that in the season that you are in, you may be a little bit overwhelmed. And that's okay. That is part of being self-aware that this is the time to pull back. So a lot of people always ask me about um, successful entrepreneurs. I've been blessed that I've been successful. Um, 
in in areas deeming whatever you feel is successful i feel like i've been very successful at certain things but it didn't it didn't come i didn't start winning until i became self-aware and self-accountable and the thing is sometimes self-accountability doesn't necessarily come in the moment when you're trying to be accountable sometimes it's like okay i've been moving 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 okay and now that i've sat down and i've had a chance to be still let's do inventory right and you have to be like, hey, we didn't do that so well. So you got to be self-accountable and self-aware. So five things that successful entrepreneurs do, they have systems in place. I want you guys to get some systems in place and do it now. Black Friday is getting ready to come up. And I will be the first to let you know if you are in business or you may still work a career job, but need a lot of things that some people use in business. Or maybe you like, I just want to get my feet wet a little bit. I want to see if I can maybe try to do a, a, um, a business on the side while I'm still working. I get it. I totally get it. I've been there, done that. But this is the thing. Black Friday is coming up and a lot of systems are getting ready to be on sale. For instance, StreamYard is one. I know that if you are trying to sell a product or you need to go live for different things StreamYard is a is good one they usually have a lot of things on sale so just start looking because I, I get it a lot of times when you're first starting out you don't really have a lot of resources because you haven't necessarily done proper planning to make sure that happens or you just don't have it that's okay but there are times, certain times of the year where you can put your systems in place. So make sure you get your systems lined up so that you can really have a great breakout year if you are coming up and getting into business. Or maybe you are in business, but you're like, I just really haven't really seen the success that I want to see. You got to go back and be accountable. How are my systems? Is it time for me to start hiring people? Even though you feel like you can't afford it, just think about if you do it and you take the lead, how much more further can you scale your business? That's a system, hiring people. You may not have, have the resources to hire four or five people, but maybe just start with another person besides yourself. Um, also too, they delegate well. You don't have to know how to do everything great, but you do know how have to be, if you're self-aware, you can be honest with yourself about what you do do well, but also if you have your systems in place, you will know who you need to have on your team to go forward. They say, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. People need to learn how to delegate well and bring in more help. Also too, they go to therapy. They seek training. They seek self-development often. People who are highly successful have therapists. They might not tell you that, but they do. I know several multimillionaires who go to therapy on a regular and not because you're crazy. Like you don't have to go to therapy when it all falls apart. You could go to, to maintain so it doesn't fall apart. Also to go to training, invest in yourself. I am someone who always invests in myself. In 2020, I probably spent over $10,000 in self-training. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, you don't just drop it all at once, but definitely, you'll be surprised. A lot of coaches, a lot of people have payment plans, so don't psych yourself out and thinking that you can't afford something. Um, a lot of people who have paying for on their sites and all of that stuff, but just 
invest in yourself set out to be the best you can be in where you whatever you're trying to go into and they do self-development people do they have i have a coach i'm a coach who has multiple coaches i have at least four coaches for different things and um because one thing about me i want to be best i want to be great i want i want when my clients come to me that i can give them the best of me and beyond And also, too, having being connected to other coaches also stretches your capacity and also stretches what you can be able to offer other people because now you have a network and you can delegate some things to other people because now you have a network. Also, too, self development. Listen, I'm always trying to read a book um, because I'm a writer. You know what I'm saying? Great writers are great readers, great coaches are great readers. Great leaders are great readers. Read a book. Maybe you can't afford to take a class, but you could definitely afford a $15.99 book. You know what I'm saying? Look on Amazon, go to a, uh, maybe you got a product you could barter with another author. It's all types of ways to get into self-development. When you don't have a lot of money, you just got to plan and be so, if you're self-aware and you do your self-delegation, then you will know like, hey, I got something that I can barter and I got something that I can trade. But if you can't afford to pay cash, you don't want to offend people. They also set boundaries. This goes hand in hand with proper planning. You have to be able to set boundaries and tell people like, listen, Listen, you know, I know I read, I love the um, Five Heartbeat movie when Red Big Red said, my business hours are from nine to five. And that's the thing. You have to set boundaries and boundaries are not for other people so much as they are for you because that helps you be more self-accountable and self-aware. It helps you to not burn out. It helps you to be able to balance and um, relegate your systems that you have in place and it helps you run a business a lot more smoothly to have scalability if you have more things in place you can have more profit so definitely set boundaries because this is the thing when you hold yourself accountable to a system other people will respect your system and your processes and they will relish in that. They will be like, listen, I love doing business with such and such because they I always know what I'm going to get. They're consistent. People love doing business with people who are consistent. I need you to know, though, going back to the healing part, because this is all about everything about self-accountability is about healing as well and about self-awareness. Self-awareness is healing. Um, it doesn't play, take place unless you deal with the root. The thing is, we're all good at maintaining our lawns. We tend to the garden. We make it all look beautiful. We add pops of color. And a lot of us forget the trees in our yard because we see the trees so strong and indestructible. And that's another thing, too. We need to stop. This is another thing we need to really, really leave in 2021. Stop looking so good that you're walking around not good. A lot of times people neglect the roots and they're looking, you're, you look good in your Chanel, your Prada, you smell good. Your hair is always perfectly manicured. It's always uh, cut perfect. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. How do you feel inside? How do you feel inside? I heard a pastor preach um, earlier. He said, I'm looking at a lot of members in the congregation and the sparkle is leaving their eyes because 
they are getting burnt out. A lot of people are wanting to give up because they're not taking care of those roots. The roots are symbolic for how you treat yourself. Are you being honest and fair to you? Stop worrying about the lawn. Stop worrying about the yard. Stop worrying about the garden and make sure that you take care of the roots. Because if your tree gets dry rotted, it's going to fall on your house. And the thing is, you're going to be so, you're going to be looking so strong until you're not. And that's the thing. People always think that that tree is indestructible. But the thing is, if you don't deal with those roots, you're only looking strong and the tree will fall and destroy the house, the lawn and the garden. And are you willing to let the lack of maintenance of one thing that we see so strong destroy all the other hard work? and all the other effort that you put into building the house. And that's the thing, you can scale up. You, we see it all the time. We see these celebrities have high success. We see people in high places have high success and then they commit suicide. And people are always like, oh my God, they have everything. Why would they do that? Because they wasn't taking care of the root. It's not about how it looks. And we, and I, y'all always hear me say that. It's not about what it looks like. It's about what God say it's like. And that's the thing. It, it can look really, really bad and it can look really, really good. But the thing is, it's about how really you really, really feel inside and how much you can really push yourself and how much of it is honest, and how much of it is true and how much of it feels right. And what I want to dispel the myth is that you have to burn out. You don't have to ride until the wheels fall off. You don't have to. That's a choice you can make to do that, but you don't have to do that. That's not necessarily success. Success is not exhaustion. Success is not burnout. Sometimes it takes that for some people to feel or to deem themselves successful, but that's not everybody's story. And it doesn't have to be your story. You can go slow and you'll still get there. You know what I'm saying? But you do not have to burn out. You do not have to dry rot out and cause damage to everything that you're building. So I want you guys to leave that thought process here woman of god you don't have to be strong you could take your cape off you could rush your feet you could prop it up you could say i i'm hurting or i'm alone or i i don't feel good today or i need a nap it's okay i see you i hear you and i am you it's okay to be like you know what today i'm not gonna do anything and that's being productive too because it's a choice it's a choice to say, you know what, today, I don't want to do these things. I want to go have fine dining. I want to go get a pedicure. I want to get a massage. I want to go get my hair done. Or I just want to take a nap while my kids are at school today. Or I just want to take a nap and I want to turn my phone off today because I need to recharge my battery. Man of God, it's okay to, you know, be like, you know what, I just want to get out of town. I need to clear my mind. I want to take a drive. I want to go play golf with my boys or I want to go play basketball or I just want to sit in the theater room and I just want to sit in a quiet house and be quiet. It's okay to have a glass of wine. It's okay to go out here and do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. Take care of you. Everything that is waiting on you will be waiting on you when you get back. It's okay to put it down for a while. I put on my Facebook the other day, if you're tired of carrying it, put it down. I tease my daughter all the time about uh, saying that she's the old, oldest young person I know. But one thing I admire about my daughter is when she's tired, 
she don't care what's going on. She will go get in her bed, close her door, and she will tell her siblings, like, I have to preserve my peace. And she'll go to sleep. She she is okay with going to sleep early and sleeping in if she needs to. And guess what? When I'm in the store, if she tired, she will sit down. She's very active, very physically fit, but she is very self-aware of self-care that she needs. And she'll tell me like, hey, mom, I'm overwhelmed. I need a minute. Can we go do something fun? Can I go be with my friends? And I love that about her. I love that about her, that she is very into what she needs for her to be okay. And so do what you need to do to be okay. People will judge you, but this is the thing. Nobody can walk a mile in your shoes. People can't carry your weight. And some people can't even pay your bills. Some people don't, don't can't even put on your clothes. So do what you need to do for you and level up. That's the level up. That's the biggest flex. Somebody that is in tune with what they need to do for themselves. Listen, y'all, don't do anything for man's approval, but do everything with man in mind because we are all an intricate piece of the puzzle. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram under I Must Become the Number One. You can find me on my website at imustbecome.com. Listen, you can always meet me or beat me here every Sunday at 3 p.m. I love you in real life. Let's get self-accountable. I'm here ready for you. I'm rooting for you, and I'm ready to take the leap with you. I love you for real. Peace.